Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Clap. Is that your version of the clapper? The um the clap. The cl- <laughs> that's not my version of the clap. No. That's uh <laughs> no, I that's I I I worked on that a long time ago. Um no I <laughs> it, like this you mean is, like a slate? Yeah, like a slate. A sl- that's a what clapper. I meant. Not the clap. <laughs> a slate. A slate is for those of you that are wondering, uh, or that maybe refer to it as a clapper, a slate <laughs> is that black and white thing that you always see that looks like, you know, the, in the start of a movie and they like put the little thing down and whatever. That yeah. is so uh, sound and uh, camera can be synced when the editor is going in to do something. They know that at that moment, both the sound and the picture are being synced up together and they start from there. Anyway, random fact. The more you know. The more you know. I'm just, uh, I'm in a good mood today. It's Friday. I'm heading out of town. You are. You have energy. There's been no technological problems. You are well, on top of it today. Yeah, no, there hasn't been, actually. There not yet. The, right, not yet. Uh, no, I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm going out of town for this weekend for, uh, obviously when this airs, I'll have been home, but um, for my birthday. Oh, it's almost my birthday. right. It's yep. coming up next week. Wait, what's the date? Yes, Jan, you're right. Yeah, Jan 19th. Oh my goodness. Happy early Jan birthday. Jan 19th. Like it's not January. <laughs> January 19th. Uh, but yes. You, you don't have time to say January. I don't have time to We're say January. We're on a deadline. We're on, it's so Jan busy. Jan 19th. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I'm very excited. I will be uh, the twelfth year, twelfth anniversary of my thirtieth birthday, and <laughs> also known as forty two. But it'll be good. So I'm going somewhere this weekend with no Wi Fi and limited cell service, and uh, oh, that's, that's my that's my happy place. Is yeah, away off from the grid. people. <laughs> yeah, no peopleing. Yeah, 
and antiquing. I'm gonna I'm gonna drag Mescal through some random antique stores. We're going to uh, Julian down near San Diego, and oh um, yeah, okay. So it's a neat little spot, and we rented a place up there with like on like ten acres with orchards and just. It'll be beautiful. Ooh. Yeah, but I'm going to oh, drag nice. him through a bunch of antique stores and it's my birthday weekend, so he has to come. You get to decide what to do and he <laughs> yeah. has to oblige. Yes, I'm bringing puzzles. I'm bringing word searches. Uh, when I come back, I will have completed my transformation into an 85-year-old woman <laughs> and uh, it should be great. You're ready for your guest appearance on the Golden Girls. Yes. Guest appearance? I'm running it. <laughs> that's, I, now that's it. I have the house. I have the golden the golden girl's house. I love it. Well, I hope you have a wonderful birthday weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it should yeah. be nice. It should be uh, it should be really good. I saw I saw Kelly yesterday. She said to tell you hello. Oh, hi Kelly. Yeah. I, oh, I that's did her great. Uh, I did her podcast which was really fun. Oh, I bet. I um, bet. Such a great podcast. She has Comfort Food. Yeah, Comfort Food with with Kelly Rizzo and um I guess she was having a few people on that were Close with Bob this the for this first month. So um, oh, yeah. John Mayer did it, and Jeff Ross, me, um, Rabbi Leader. Uh, oh, great! So yeah, it was great, and uh, always good to see Kelly. And I found out she moved like literally walking distance from me. So <gasps> really, Ooh. yeah. So I, I uh, I'm gonna be bugging her all the time now. I'm very excited. Yeah, go get coffee down the street. That's literally she goes to the coffee shop by my house. So oh, we're gonna. I, I was like, yeah, park by my house and let's go. <laughs> right. So anyway, you can carpool or just walk together. Just walk yeah. to get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's it's nice, and I you know again. Um, I just, I, I absolutely love the family and the extended family that we have from this. I, you know, Kelly was there. I saw her mom. Aww. You know, just like it, the generations and sort of the ripple effects of our Full House family and, and our various, you know, significant others and their families and kids. And I just, it yeah. makes me happy. The family keeps growing. And yeah. I love that. There's yeah. been a lot of love this week. Um with the Full House family and yeah. the anniversary of Bob's passing. So yeah. it's been a, a love fest this it week. Has. It Lots has. Lots of and emotions. I, yes, I know it was a, a, a lot of emotions for you too, but I'm I'm just so mm -hmm. glad that we all got to support each other and we got so many wonderful comments and things after the, the live that mm -hmm. we did that John posted. Um, that Aww. was really meaningful and sweet, so I'm glad we did that. That was very cathartic to yeah. just share feelings and be open and honest. And yeah, you know, we're all going through it together, so it's true. It's nice. It's to true. Share yeah, Kelly and I had a really great discussion about grief yesterday and, and how to get through it and kind of what it looks like and and all that. It was um, I think it was a really important conversation. But yeah, I, I'm I'm so glad that you know none of us have to walk through this alone. We all have each other, and it's very yeah. nice strong bonds. So anyway. Oh, that's my uh, I've, wow, I've really brought the mood down there. Started off we started high and then the clap, and we, we went start to off with the, Bob would be proud that we started at the clap and wound up with his passing. I feel like he'd be like, Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. Well, shall we get into it? Let's get why don't we why don't we review an episode? Let's review an episode. And I would like you to know I reviewed the correct episode this time. I was wondering, you oh, know, no. we're okay, we're, we're doing two of them today. Did you review two episodes? Well, I did. Be oh, what? What is the <laughs> balloons? What did you just do? What did I just How do? Did you just have balloons? All right, go I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in because this will. This, what this, happened? This will. Uh, hi, everyone. It's Jensen. Uh, hi, Jensen. I can't, producer, to do it. Uh, I can't get it to podcast. do it again. Um, basically, this is what every podcast is going through right now, which is that Zoom has created an update where if you do certain symbols, balloons or fireworks or anything ah, Look at that. Mine's not on. Mine's not doing it. Andrea apparently is having all the fun. Also, I just updated my laptop before we started oh, recording. That's so why. maybe that's why. It, I, Mine asked if I wanted to do it. I was like, I don't have time for Can I chair. suggest thumbs down? 
Two thumbs down. Two thumbs yeah. down? Okay. It should be, there you go. Ooh. Oh, oh it's raining, oh, it's storming. storming. Yeah. Wow. This is fantastic. It's, We're not going to get anything not, done that's today. It. I don't care <laughs> about the podcast. Hence why I jumped in. Yeah, hence why I jumped <laughs> in. Because this, this can eat 40 minutes of people being like, what if I put two fingers together? Like, it's just an insane okay, got yeah. it. So what you're saying is stop and uh, do our job. Mostly. Okay, got it. Mostly. Got it. Mostly. All right, goodbye. <laughs> Okay, well, and this is particularly Andrea, annoying. Did you for not the hear what our producer listening. said? Stop doing it and let's do our job. Jesus. Well, I'm trying to get the, the professionalism back. on you. <laughs> I can't okay. get the stop. Okay, fine. I'll stop. I'll stop, but I'm really excited I know, about you're, this. Well, you're going to have a whole bunch of fun with this on a whole Zoom by yourself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're I did. Me. I watched the correct episode this time. And what I realized, and I almost didn't, because when I, again, went on to Amazon to look at the episodes, the one that that the Jingle Hell one that I watched mm-hmm. was way it was like four episodes earlier in the show than it was supposed to be. So that's why <laughs> when I watched that, I was like, "Wow, we just covered a lot of ground." But right, right. yeah. So anyway, why, why today, are Joe, Joey and Jesse advertising partners? Yeah, it was now. like they yeah. were just they had a career, and we were like, "Yep, yeah. that's fine." And you know, I mean, look, it was it was like Stacey Q. We're world's biggest fans. We have a jingle ad agency and we're just doing it so anyway okay now well, i reviewed the horse the correct and i'm very and excited about the horse oh the horse yeah this is a great episode that we're this, we're recapping today i have big news about this episode oh you do, do i, I know just it, i'm not gonna lie this episode made me laugh mm-hmm. made me tear up yep and yep. has now it, it really made me fall in love with full house honestly like i it, this ep, this episode i went I, I wrote it down in my little notebook. This episode made me fall in love with the show. And I wow. get it. Wow. Oh, that's a big statement. Um, it's a, it is a big statement because, you know, most of the time it's like, eh, they're cute and they're funny and they're a little sitcom. But this show, it just hit all the right notes. It just, yeah. it really did. And um, there was a lot of heart in this A lot episode. of heart in this episode, but also like Danny getting angry, but like, Really, you know, like it just, it felt grounded. It felt real. Candace's performance was great. Bob's was. Um, yeah, yeah. There's some really funny moments in it. It's, it's, uh, it's in my top place. It's in the top wow. place of favorite, uh, it, of favorite Full House episodes. So this is your, this is your number one as of, as of it, right now. As of right now. As of okay. right now, this is my number one episode. It, it, uh, wow. it cracked open my cold, dark little heart. Uh, that, and that and reached amazing. in and and like the Grinch, it grew three sizes while watching this Aww. episode. I didn't think that was possible. Wow, Jody, I am so loving and 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 and, and well, I mean, I'm not super emotional on the outside, no. but I had a feeling on the inside. You, you had a feeling, and that maybe that's why you're in such a good mood today and energetic is because uh, you're right in the high of yeah DJ's very first horse. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. I actually went horseback riding last weekend. Again, randomly, like I haven't Joey. been riding in years, and I went on Sunday. So I, like, I don't know what is happening that we are just creating in the universe. Full house yep. moments outside. We're manifesting. But, yeah. We're manifesting full house episodes yes. in our real lives. Yes, we are dedicated to this podcast, people. We have turtles and bags. We, I, we got turtles and bags. Riding. We've got horses. We've got yeah, all kinds of stuff. Well, let's uh, let's get let's get into it. Welcome back to How Rude Tanneritos. I'm Andrea Barber, and I'm Jody Sweeten. We're we're like doing a virtual toast bit, here. Yeah, a little coffee toast. Um, and today we are discussing season two, episode four, 
titled DJ's Very First Horse. Wait, is it episode four or episode five? It's episode four. What is it on what is it don't, on Amazon? I don't Do I wrote down Hulu? season what two episode wrong with five? you that you don't have oh, please. Hulu or Max. I've got them both and I can watch Full House on either one. I blame Jeff Bezos for okay. lots of things, but this especially. Well, we just have to be diligent and just verify before we I record. just have to Jody do my job right and, and pay attention is what it is. <laughs> and that sometimes is hard. Okay. So yes, this is the fourth episode of season two. I'll do a the- full house, right? Got it. That's the show. Not stop it with the, I'll don't. Stop. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I feel like we're now those kids, like little kids that are getting in trouble in school. We've been so good for the first half of the school year. And now we're just letting it fly. Oh, I never was, so I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I started off just like this. <laughs> Anyways, um, this episode originally aired on November 4th, 1988, and it goes a little something like this. DJ falls in love with a horse named Rocket and decides to own it or kind of rent it, uh, but it's without sort of. Danny's permission. Ooh. So things get a little out of hand when Rocket finds himself out of the stables and confronted by Danny. Mm. Uh-oh. Never a good thing. Uh, never a good thing. Uh, it was directed by Lee Shallot. Oh, and it was written, Lee, yeah. Lee is back, yes. A, a fem- our female our female director. director, yeah. Yes, the, the one <laughs> so far. I mean, it was the 80s. There wasn't- It yeah. was the 80s. This is big. This is big. It was written by Rob Danes and Bob Frazier. Mm, oh. Mm, I don't remember them. <sighs> Bob Frazier sounds a little familiar, but I can't picture. I, like I can't. Uh, I can't picture a, a face. So I apologize. I can't either. I feel mm. like they were just in these early seasons, probably not later seasons, which is why we don't remember them. Yes. Okay. That and we were uh, children. So and we yeah we were kids. <laughs> we were focused on other things. Right. Uh, we have two great guest stars this week. We have Bill Wiley as Jeb the owner of the stables, although I don't think we ever hear his name in the show, but his, his name no, in the show Jeb is Jeb. Fits. Yeah. Jeb totally fits. This guy is a vibe, man. He's, I love this ranch hand guy. He's great. Um, he's a TV and movie character actor with a career that spanned eight decades. Wow. Holy crap. That's a long career. He uh, was seen in movies like Porky's 2, The Next Day, and That Thing You Do. And a ton of TV shows like Taxi, Golden Girls, Dallas, and Punky Brewster. I didn't oh, know this. Okay. I feel like I've seen, I have definitely seen him before. I feel like Punky Brewster is actually maybe the uh, where I remember seeing him from. So I used yeah, to love that, that show. When I was, yeah. yeah, that tracks for me too. He's yeah. definitely familiar. Um, and unfortunately, he passed away in 2021 at oh. 90 years old or over oh, 90 years old. So wow. he had a great that's, career. Hey, yeah. that's impressive. And yeah, eight decade career and making it to 90 something. Congrats, sir. Good for him. Good for Bill. Uh, and our second guest star this week, drum roll, please. It's Nathan Nishiguchi as Harry Takayama. Yay! Oh my goodness. Finally, finally, Harry has arrived. Harry, I love oh. Harry and Steph's friendship. It's hilarious. It's always been hilarious to me. Steph is just like, look, buddy, this is what you're doing. And she just runs this. the show. It's great. <laughs> it's such a cute friendship oh my goodness you guys are just adorable i yep. love it i didn't know he appeared this early i didn't the either series, i didn't either they were trying to give steph a friend yeah you needed a friend i you, did you've been need, trying well, to like you, you know kimmy and dj and and steph was, was, yeah kimmy and dj's friend forever and we're like little girl please go away so yeah. you deserve your yeah. own friend for sure so i found someone to make do whatever i wanted <laughs> it's perfect yes. it's the perfect friendship 
Um, and Nathan was on um, five episodes of Full House. He was on an episode of Highway to Heaven. And he did one TV movie, and that's it. So he quit acting, and mm-hmm. he's now an investment banker yeah. in San Francisco. Oh, wow. I know. What are the odds, right? I mean, it's we, we made that happen. I'm just like to we say. Did. We, we, we did. Ma- we manifested that. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and we're hoping to get him on the show too. Nathan, please yeah. uh, please reply because we would love to. We, have we so many would questions. love to have you on the show. Oh my God, I'd oh love to goodness. have him on. It'd be fun. Um, but, anyways, let's get into the show. So, we start with our cold open in the Tanner's living room. Michelle walks into the room. She's wearing a very colorful outfit. I remember that outfit. I do too. Why do we remember this outfit? It because must be a- I remember that outfit. And I, here's, I literally just had this happen. Didn't they dress the Michelle doll in that outfit. <gasps> Maybe that's it. I feel okay. like we had the the Michelle doll was the, a stand-in that we had. Um, like that, you know. Obviously, when the babies when we were rehearsing, you had to be carrying something in, or whatever. The babies couldn't be doing all the rehearsal, but um, right. or the toddlers. Right. But I feel like they dressed the. I feel the like stand-in they dressed baby? the stand-in baby in that outfit. But it's an outfit that I definitely remember the girls wearing. Very it's very um, Punky Brewster-esque mm-hmm. with like the purple and the orange and the suspenders. I have it's, lots it's of comments cute. on the fashion in this episode. There's a lot of great fashion in this episode. Oh my goodness. Buckle up. The wardrobe department was busy The wardrobe department had fun on this one. Yeah. <laughs> so Michelle uh, walks in. She walks right up to Joey who is napping on the couch. Michelle literally licks his face. Like, like Do you remember when they were doing that? Like toddlers <laughs> no. go through that stage where they're just licking people. They think it's hilarious be like, and stick their tongue out. And it's Ashley so Mary Kate thought it was hilarious. They were in that stage oh, where it was man. just really funny to like try and lick everybody. While, and so I think they just made a cold open out of it. They just wrote it in. They yeah, kind of they- made the cold opens out of whatever Ashley and Mary Kate were capable of doing at the time or like some new yeah. thing that they were doing. They were like, yeah, make it into a cute little cold open. So... That's why she came in and licked his nose. <laughs> yeah, these these cold opens were not pre-planned. It wasn't, yeah, it, sure. it, it, I feel like, like it was like, not like, is, we were yeah, like, what are the girls doing the now? lick somebody. No, they were just, that was the stage they were in was that weird toddler thing where they want to lick everybody and think it's funny when you're like, no, stop. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well. They, yeah, eventually everyone grows out. Well, not everyone grows out of that, but most <laughs> people do. So they do. With any luck. With yes. any luck, yes. We hope that you've grown out of that. Uh, so Michelle licks his face and Joey wakes up. He's laughing as he picks her up and places her on his lap. She looks at him and she says, nap. <laughs> he giggles and says, you woke me up to tell me I'm taking a nap? And Michelle says, yes. <laughs> Joey thanks her and says, well, if I fall asleep again, make sure you wake me up and let me know, okay? He gives her a big kiss and she runs out of the room in the cutest way. Joey smiles and goes back to sleep. So cute. Cute, simple, short, yep. you know, just a, yep. just, it is just a little teaser, you know? We don't need a long one. No. Just something to get you, to wet your palate. Exactly. Full House to Come. Um, so then the credits roll and we open the real show in the horse stables. This is a great set. This was such a cool. It's such a great it looks set. looks so real life too. Well, I actually do have one thing in the back, which is that you can see the wrinkles in the backdrop. <laughs> that was my. Oh, you can't? <laughs> I like looked at it and I was like, does someone steam that thing? Like it just, it was like slightly wrinkled, you know? And I was like, oh yeah. Sitcoms in the I mean, 80s. Uh, yeah, the backdrops That's... were always like, is that? Yeah. <laughs> no, very true. I was thinking, I'm just more impressed that they got like two horses into this and a but goat. The, the actual, yeah, the horses in it. Yeah, very impressive to get those large animals. I have a story about the, the horse. We'll get there, but. Okay, okay. 
Just let me know. Let me know when you're ready to share your story about a horse. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So the whole family, plus Kimmy and Becky, uh, they're at the Golden Gate Stables where Danny and Becky are recording a special episode of Wake Up San Francisco. And did you see who the stage manager is? Yeah, this was my everywhere you look. So that's right. Never mind that I won't say it. Is that your every? I figured we'd have the same. No, no, no. I have a different everywhere you look that has to do with the credits, but we'll come back to it. So, so I won't. We'll we'll scratch that. Never mind. Okay, but yes, I I did see. I hope I saw the same person you saw. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're we're tracking. We're tracking. Audience, stay tuned till the end of the episode. We'll tell you who we're talking about here. Yes. Um, So Michelle is perched on Jesse's lap. He picks up a baby chick and he asks her, "What is this?" And she responds, "Chicky." This is oh, so cute. It's so cute. This is such a natural reaction right. from from um, oh, Ashley that was adorable. Kate. Yeah, Becky is watching them, and she has a huge smile on her face. Jesse tells Michelle, "Give the chicky love. Give him a hug." Michelle hugs the chicky while Becky snaps a picture of the two of them. Jesse suggests that he take a picture of Becky and Michelle together as well. So as Jesse is snapping the picture, he slyly remarks, "So Becky." What do you say after the show, you and I slip away and get a little lunch together? Say okay. And she says okay as he takes the picture and calls him very sneaky. That was sly. That was smooth. It was very sly. Very was cute, smooth. But she, her response was was cute. Yeah. I liked it. There's, you know? a, there's a little, there's the beginnings of some flirting here, you know? Yeah, I like it. I, I like, like it, it too. She's keeping him at an arm's length. Exactly. She's making it a little difficult for Jesse. I like to see him having to... Spin his wheels a little. Yeah, she's making him work a little bit, but she's not just, you know, shutting the door on him. She's like no, flirting back just just enough not. to keep him it's interested. It's fun to watch them start their little, you know, dance back and forth, knowing what that they become Jesse and Becky. You yeah. know, it's just cute. Becky asks what he's doing at the stables, and he tells her, well, the girls wanted to come watch them shoot the show. So why not bring yeah. the whole family? Yeah, why not wear suit pants? Because that's what you wear. He's <laughs> wearing like, suit. like dress suit pants to a stable. To a stable. But- well, you know, that's just a that's a Jesse thing. He's always dressed like Jesse, regardless of if he's it's appropriate. always dressed inappropriately for the situation. <laughs> is what it is. He's yeah. always dressed like. Why are you wearing that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and speaking of getting dressed up, Danny walks in dressed in this cute this farmer's getup with Ugh. a flannel, overalls, and a ginormous straw hat. Boy, does Bob look hysterical in this getup? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Becky laughs, and uh, Danny asks, "Are you laughing at me or with me?" And before she can answer, he realizes, well, I'm not laughing. So that pretty much answers my question. (laughs) (laughs) Becky assures him he looks cute and no one is laughing at him. Right on cue, Joey walks in, takes one look at Danny and bursts out in laughter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Dave and Bob, I mean, the guys had so much fun making each each other laugh in these stupid outfits. Oh, for sure. And and, and honestly, if you look at what Joey is wearing, this sweater with like the geometrical shape, I'm like, Joey, you don't- Which were- I've seen like five of those sweaters on different characters in the last two episodes. Yes, yes, they're just like fuzzy geometric sweaters. Yeah, that must have yeah. been in in 1989 because, uh, yeah, why not? 80, 88. 88. Are we still in 88? We're still, still in 88. 88. Okay, yeah, the end that of explains a lot. That ex- yeah. that, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. So we angle on DJ and Kimmy petting a horse. And DJ says, isn't he the most gorgeous creature you've ever seen? Kimmy quickly replies, no, Patrick Swayze is. But you know, that this is establishing very early on that Kimmy's got a huge crush on uh, Patrick Swayze. It's the second mention of him. Yeah. He well, was mentioned last episode, too. Very popular in Well, it's actually the next episode, but you watched it last week, so that's why. 
Never mind. Well, I know he gets, men- gets know. mentioned. Anyway, forget it. <laughs> but yeah, Patrick Swayze gets several shout outs in, in the course of the series. So yes, and he deserves it. Stephanie walks in and asks DJ what the horse's name is. DJ tells her it's Rocket. So she goes up to pet him and says, hello, Rocket. Joey, off screen, pretending to be the horse, says, hello, Stephanie. (laughs) Stephanie's eyes get really wide as she asks, I beg your pardon? (laughs) I love that you're phrasing it that way. Like, you're so uh, prim and proper. I beg your pardon? Pardon me? (laughs) Like, suddenly you're English or something. Joey, acting again as the horse, reiterates, I said, hello, Stephanie. (laughs) Stephanie is totally shocked that the horse can talk. She exclaims, and he knows my name. DJ brings her over to a corner to reveal Joey hiding under a blanket, pretending to be the horse. (laughs) Stephanie is unamused, telling Joey, that is not funny. I am never going to trust another talking horse. (laughs) Joey assures Steph that he'll make it up to her, and then he does an impression of Elmer Fudd. The man who runs the stables, Jeb, with a very thick accent, uh, comes over and tells DJ, that horse has taken a real shine to you. (laughs) He mentions that the horse has been lonely since his owner moved away. DJ's Uh concerned, and she asks what's going to happen to Rocket. Jeb tells DJ that he has to find the horse a good home. He says someone could have themselves a free horse. There's never, there's no such thing as a free horse. No, free lunch, free horse. There's no, 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 it's always a trap. But DJ's excited, you know, she's 11 or 12 and she's like, what, I mean, a free horse? Tell an 11 year old you get a free horse? Oh, yeah. There's nothing know. better than that. She's, she can't believe it. She's like, no money, zero dollars, an absolutely free horse. And then she tries to play it cool by saying, oh, I might be interested. But before she gets carried away, Jeb tells her it costs $100 every two weeks to feed and stable the horse. DJ hesitantly says, I'll get back to you. Just put the horse on layaway. I was thinking that's pretty cheap. To stable and feed a horse? It's like 200 bucks a month? That's 1988 prices. It's, uh, yeah. Hay has gone up considerably. Hay. Yeah. Hay. Hay. has gone up considerably. And uh, yeah, horses are are not cheap pets. And they are an everyday requirement sort of thing. So Yes, that's a big commitment. It is. Yeah, horses are a very big commitment. Yeah. But DJ emphasizes to Kimmy how much of a dream this would be for her. She tries to bring her in on the deal, saying, we'll be the only kids in sixth grade with a real horse. Kimmy's interested, and she says, that'll make Kathy Santoni shut up about her stupid moped. (laughs) More shade being thrown at Kathy Santoni. Kathy Santoni. I love how much we talk about her before we even see her. Right. (laughs) So DJ decides that they can have their parents split the money. She runs over to Danny and asks, can I have a pet? I'll feed it. I'll take care of it. I'll be totally responsible. Danny considers it and tells her, well, maybe something small, like a parakeet or a goldfish. Nothing with teeth. Mm -hmm. Becky and Danny uh, begin their TV segment, and Danny introduces the show as Wake Up, San Francisco, E-I-E-I-O. (laughs) Becky tells him the stables remind her of growing up in Nebraska. And Danny admits it reminds him of a rerun of Green Acres. Becky admits that she misses farm life, but not today because she says she has a surprise for Danny. And he's very nervous because he hates surprises. And he does not like surprises. <laughs> he does not like surprises. Uh, so Jeb brings in a goat named Marilyn and Michelle yells, <laughs> <Wait>. hi, goat. <laughs> what? Wait, 
a goat named Marilyn. Was the I wonder was the goat's actual name Marilyn? But I seem to remember there being a producer on the show named Marilyn. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, I, I, well, maybe it's both. There was a producer Could've named been. Marilyn, they, and then the goat I think was so. named. It is an yeah, odd I think name was, for a goat. I, I mean, I feel like most names are odd names for goats because they're goats. But right. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, Marilyn is definitely an odd name. But I seem to remember that like our line producer or something was named Marilyn. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder Which if it makes sense that they named the goat after her because the line producer is always the one that has to tell you no, we can't afford that. So they were probably <laughs> like, she's the goat now. She's yeah. the goat. <laughs> so Marilyn, Marilyn's there. Um, Michelle is so cute. The goat. She's saying hi, goat. goat. It's adorable. And Becky tells Danny, San Francisco is going to watch you learn how to milk a goat. <laughs> Becky demonstrates how to do it, and Danny stands there frozen. He says, Rebecca, I have a thing about touching goats below the waist. As he goes to Marilyn, he politely introduces himself and then looks into the camera and says, kids, don't try this at home. <laughs> or with a goat you don't know or have never met. Well, you know, did the goat <laughs> consent to this? Like, I have questions, you know, it's uh, poor yeah. goat. Poor Marilyn. Nickelodeon was kid everything. But that marked one of the darkest chapters. Three predators worked at Nickelodeon all in a short amount of time. You get comfortable with people until you're not. It made me wonder who was being hurt. Have you ever told your story publicly before? Quiet on set. An ID true crime event. Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. We're only a month into 2024, and I feel like I already need another break. Let's not pretend like the holidays were an actual break here. Buying gifts, making food, kids home from school. Technically, that's more work. Yeah, yeah, I need to get away. Pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free, and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we, like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we, like, take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go Let's go to Joshua Tree, <gasps> where there's not even a cell, there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We, let's, go on a, let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make, we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones. No nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and... <laughs> bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair Ugh. and uh head on out in in the Hyundai. Well, we better get in line now because the Hyundai Santa Fe will become available early 2024. So, if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and Maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. 
Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Uh, So then we cut to DJ and Stephanie's room a little while later. Kimmy walks in and tells her, tells DJ, I asked my mom about the horse and DJ excitedly asks, oh, what did she say? Kimmy recites her mother's words. Kimberly Louise Gibbler, have you lost your mind? Is that our first mention of your middle name? I think so. I think this is the first time we hear Louise. (laughs) I love it. So DJ comes up with a new idea. If she and Kimmy successfully take care of Rocket for two weeks on their own, their parents will be so impressed, they'll have to let them keep the horse. Hmm. Yeah, that's not how parents work. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) DJ's desperate. She's desperate for this horse. And Kimmy tells her, I love the way your mind works. Now, how does your mind say we pay for two weeks of stable fees? DJ's mind says if they pull together their allowance and their savings, they'll have just enough. Kimmy agrees and remarks that all she has to do is give up shopping. But after realizing what she just said, she remarks, give up shopping? Did those words come out of my mouth? Uh, Kimmy does not want to give Kimmy's up her mall very time. fashion She's, forward. You cannot know. Kimmy needs her, her outfits. Yeah. Which are astounding the, They are in this episode, by the way. Yes. Oh, my God. Well, okay. in, in this scene, it's cute. Like, I'm wearing these plaid shorts. This scene, you look, They're very um, cute. It's super cute. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. Um, but, yeah, there are some... I, I have comments. Oh, I'm so... I can't wait to hear your comments. I love it. <laughs> so, DJ assures Kimmy that there is no comparison between shopping and having their very own horse. So, they start to chant, we're gonna get a horse. We're gonna get a horse. And Steph walks in and joins this chant. Gonna get a horse. Yeah, we're gonna. (laughs) I love it. DJ tries to save this situation by telling Stephanie, if you can keep the horse a secret for two weeks, I'll let you own part of the horse. Stephanie is very excited and she asks, which part? (laughs) DJ rear right leg. (laughs) Right? You can have the spleen. Yeah. Uh, But DJ tells her you can have the tail. And Steph is so excited about this. She decides to name the tail Buttercup. (laughs) Uh, They shake hands to seal the deal, but Kimmy is not sure about this. She asks DJ, are you sure you can trust her? She is such a blabbermouth. But Stephanie defends herself. I can keep a secret. No one knows about the bag of Halloween candy in my sock drawer. (gasps) Whoops. Once she realizes that her secret's been revealed, Stephanie acknowledges, oh, I am a blabbermouth. Aye, aye, aye. (laughs) Kimmy and DJ jump at the chance for Halloween candy and run to Stephanie's sock drawer. Steph tries Which, to... Ch- what? That whole little last moment was all improv, by I, the way. I, I wrote that. I, I said, that. was this ad-libbing, Jody? I feel yeah, like it was. It all was. ad-libbing and improv. It's stay a little, rot your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you did great. Yeah. That was really good ad-libbing. I was like, oh, that's good. You're, you're Just very- channeling my mom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> It'll rot your teeth. <laughs> Stale. Yeah. <laughs> it's been sitting in there forever. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, So we cut to the living room. Joey and Michelle are in the living room pretending that the living room chair is a car when Becky and Jesse walk in. They join in on the game, avoiding the chair and yelling, look out. Joey gives his best taxi driver impression, telling Jesse, hey, bum, out of my way. Joey asks Michelle if she's ready for her nap, and Michelle replies, hey, bum. (laughs) Uh, And and Joey says, yeah, you got to watch what you're saying around the kids. (laughs) Jesse tells Michelle that they got her a toy, 
and it will be all blown up by the time she wakes up from her nap. He unfolds the blow-up toy, and it's a gigantic Godzilla. Just an odd gift for a child. This seemed out of, and yeah, kind of out of touch. Did they get it at the stable? Why is there a blow-up Godzilla at a stable? Yeah, did he? I thought he was just taking Becky out to lunch. Did they stop at a toy shop on the way home, or has Michelle mentioned dinosaurs or Godzilla? I don't know where this came from. It's a bit. Know. They just had this prop lying around in the writer's right. They were like, let's we write just it use in. that stupid b- blow up uh, Godzilla thing. Yeah. yeah, let's just write it in. Joey and Michelle go upstairs and Becky tells Jesse, you know, you and Joey will make great parents. You guys should really have kids of your own. And Jesse jokes, well, we've talked about it and neither one of us is willing to go through labor. Hmm. He's typical. T- <laughs> typical. I know, right? He starts to blow up Michelle's toy and Becky offers to help. Uh, when he turns her down, it's because it's a man's job. And she's like, okay, well, I'm going to head back into the studio. In a panic, Jesse says, no, wait, don't go. I'm going to faint. See, it's not just a man's job. <laughs> no, it's not. No, turns out lung capacity has no gender. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse uh, seizes this opportunity to ask Becky out. He asks, uh, can I ask you a personal question? Do you eat dinner? And she responds, almost every night. He exclaims, this is amazing. So do I. Two people, both dinner eaters. How often does that happen? Becky, have dinner with me tonight, please. Becky kindly turns him down because she has to work on Monday's show. Jesse can work for it. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Jesse points out that it's the weekend and Becky emphasizes that this job is a huge opportunity for her. So she has to stay focused. Jesse offers, just take an hour, focus on some pasta fazool. She assures him that she really likes having him as a friend and adds, besides, it's going to take you all weekend to blow up Godzilla. She tossles his hair and leaves. Yikes. Did she Ooh, just- Ooh, the hair tossle, the friend zone. I know. She, so she <laughs> friend zones him, but then she kind of tossles his hair, which I think is a little flirty. So- It is. is well, this- no, she's, look, I think Becky is very aware of that she is in the position of power in this, that he likes her. Uh-huh. She likes him too, but she sees kind of through him that he is, you know, this woman chaser and goes, so she's kind of like, look, I'm I'm not impressed by your city life thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. So I like it. She's kind of like, yeah, no, we're friends. You're cool. This is exactly See who Jesse needs. You know? He needs a woman <laughs> like exactly. this. That's he not needs- just going to fall all yes. over him. Yeah, exactly. He needs to work for it a little bit. I like this. Yeah. So Jesse questions what he could be doing wrong. Then he looks at Godzilla and immediately blames it on him. He tells the blow-up doll, all right, I'll have dinner with you. Come on, let's go eat Tokyo. (laughs) And he walks out. So now we're back in the horse stables. DJ and Kimmy are visiting Rocket. And Kimmy is in quite the (laughs) getup. What the heck am I wearing in this scene? What in the Mrs. Trunchbull are you wearing? (laughs) I look like a World War II fighter pilot. You look, I, I, I wrote down, I said, what are you, are you about to go play taps on a bugle? Yeah, I don't. Are you going on safari? Are you playing <laughs> Mrs. Trunchbull in Matilda on Broadway? What are you doing? It looks like everything like, except it was like equestrian. The, the shoulder pads. Oh yeah. I feel, yeah, you it's needed very... like a, like a, like one of those, like a, a oh God, not what am I thinking? Not Napoleon, a, a, a bull, like bullfighting. Oh yes. Flag. The flag. It felt oh. very, it was a very cinched waist and the boots and that it was. It's a choice. It was giving. I weirdly loved it. Like it was like a weird tribute to Amelia Earhart. Yes. Um, 
and I'm here for it. I'm loving it. It was very like girl power. I could, I don't know, fly a plane or like. It's just very, I, I don't know, very ride militant. a horse. It's just so militant for an 11 year old girl to be wearing this at a horse militant. table. It is ra- It is very, uh, yeah. Like you're you're going to, I don't know, practice your guerrilla warfare <laughs> off in under the pier. I don't know what Kimmy's doing, and I probably don't want to ask, but she's preparing for something. She, we don't Some know what. Some sort of, right, like, are you in ROTC? Like, what is, <laughs> what are you doing? Are you a reserve officer? I don't, I can't figure it out. Anything it out. except about to ride a horse. Like, she's ready for anything. Combat. She's ready, she's ready for combat, but she, well, she's ready to ride the horse in, if she were in the cavalry in, like, 1874. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like that's she like she just needs like a saber. You know what I mean? Like ha ha and just off and and you're leading the charge. Yeah. Yep. And this is only the beginning of the Gibbler fashion. Like we have oh, only it, just gotten there's started. There's more. Trust me. There's yeah. And you have another outfit in here too that I have some comments on. It's just endless, endless. But it was yours. And then DJ had a fuzzy geometric sweater. Yes, yeah, she did. You're right. This is Again, a trend. Another. It's a. I guess that was the 80s. Yeah. It's like that. It looks comfy. It does. It's like that sort of boucle, like very fuzzy material. But then like lots of random, brightly colored geometric patterns. Yeah. It looks very warm too. Yeah. But, you know, and but comfortable. I mean, San Francisco. It's San Francisco. Yeah, it's chilly. It's chilly outside. Yeah. I mean, She's Kimmy's about to go got a, a you know, a, 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 a military coat on. So <laughs> I'm very only... warm. I have enough yeah. layers to get oh, yeah, through. Oh, yeah, yeah. The brutalist yeah. of you winters. You just need your scarf and, like, your flying goggles and, he- and little helmet. You know what I mean? Like the, the Red Baron or something. <laughs> like, this is so... Snoopy so dressed as the Red stupid. Baron. <laughs> Kimmy could have had a whole new career. Like, if only she knew at the tender age of Only she knew 11. that Kimmy could have had her own military brigade. Right. And, uh, yeah. A whole army of Gibblers. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Jensen said it looks like she works in the administration at Jurassic Park. <laughs> you do. Oh, my God. You're like Lord Dern's long-lost uh, niece or something. This is... Wow. This is going to be the rest oh. of the episode. Let's just talk about this this outfit. No, I'm just kidding. I, I had so, Oh, God. Last night, I was like, I couldn't write down all the jokes as they came to my brain quick enough. So, yeah. It was a lot. Wow. All right. Well, that was a choice. That was a choice. Um, but it, here we are. So DJ asks if Kimmy would like to ride Rocket first. And uh, Kimmy asks, you mean get on him? In my new outfit? Ew. Yeah, no, that, no, no, no. Apparently. She never planned uh, to ride the horse or even take care of it. She just wants to buy outfits that may or may not have anything to do with the activity at hand. I can't blame her. So Kimmy decides to leave so she can tell everyone at school that they got a horse. So th- this whole outfit, like how much did the wardrobe department spend on this outfit? And I'm only in the scene know. for 20 seconds. I was seconds. thinking the same thing. I was like, damn, it's a shame that this outfit didn't get more airtime because it is, it's having a moment. Right. Well, having you know, Kimmy's got to go back to the barracks and wake up. Right. She's got to go back to the barracks and uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, do the flag uh, ceremony at the end of the day. So <laughs> and fold the flag appropriately. And fold yep. the flag. Exactly. Right, right, right. And play, you know, taps on bugle. <laughs> So DJ tells Rocket, let's go for a nice long ride, and I'll try to explain Kimmy to you. 
cue the musical music montage. montage. I've oh. missed these. It's been a, it's been a hot minute since we've had a musical montage. Oh, yes, a music montage set to the tune of "Good Day Sunshine." Good day, sunshine. Yeah. Oh. Great song. She's having a good day, too. She's having good a day. great day. This is a great uh, compilation of DJ riding horseback, DJ brushing Rocket's coat, DJ yeah, feeding him. In a random him. park somewhere, because that's where you do that. Right, in horses. a random park. You just, yeah, you're like, here, pull up next to this picnic bench. Well, this no one- horse trail <laughs> or like, any, yeah, it was just like, I don't know, I'm just riding a horse through a random park. Well, I'm trying to picture, um, you know, well, if Griffith Park is nearby, this was probably Griffith Park. I don't know where they shot this, these exterior yeah, but, shots. Yeah, Griffith. But, I mean, and there are stables there, but you ride them on horse trails. You right. don't just kind of go galloping through the large, you, you know, soccer field. Gallop <laughs> through the grass, right? <laughs> but you do if it's a music montage, so. You do, and Candace is doing a great job. I, I feel like I she's had she experience. Was right. I think she was uh, doing some horseback riding at the time. Yeah, that's, uh, that sounds familiar because Because her heels are down, and that I was like, oh, she's got some good riding technique. Yeah. Her heels are down. She <laughs> looks very comfortable on Rocket, no doubt yeah, about yeah. it. So our montage ends, and uh, mm. DJ is back in the stables brushing Rocket and wearing a cute new cowgirl outfit. We have returned to her denim era, her denim on denim on denim. Denim, her Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, she's back in it. She tells Rocket that these past two weeks have been the best weeks of her life. She says, you're the best horse I've ever owned. And I'm not just saying that because you're the only horse I've ever owned. Kimmy then waltzes in. Looking like a human-sized Look- version of Woody from Toy That's Story. That's what I wrote. I went, oh my God, it's Woody from Toy Story. Just- or not Woody, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. You yeah. look like Jesse from it's- Toy Story. Yeah. At least she's you on brand. Little, at least she's on little- brand now for like, at least she looks like a cowboy about to ride a horse. She's not- well, she's moved from from cavalry into like, you know, uh a horsey sort of 1950s Green Acres kind of vibe. Yeah. 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 She's you, she went straight Those to the red mall. boots though. Yeah, the red boots were great. I I remember liking this outfit too. I felt cool in it for some reason. I don't hmm. I don't look cool now, to, but it, I it it felt cool at the time. How do you remember how you felt about the 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 army uh, brigade costume? I think even back then I thought it? that was weird. But I was eleven. I didn't See, know. I, I didn't know. I actually love it. Like that. I'm like that's kind of badass with the brown boots and it. Like I like that outfit. I'm making fun of it, but I, I actually do. I like that. Okay. I, I hated most of my wardrobe. Maybe not this early in the series, but especially later years of Kimmy Gibbler fashion, I, right. ha- I hated almost everything well, that I wore. you're starting off strong, Gibbler. That's all I'm Okay. Saying. All right. Uh, I'm here for it. So Kimmy says hi to DJ and Rocket, and DJ reminds her of the $50 that Kimmy owes for uh, Rocket's stabling fees. Kimmy is visibly worried, and instead of handing her the money... Kimmy asks DJ if she likes her new shirt and new boots. DJ instantly realizes that Kimmy went to the mall and doesn't have the $50. Kimmy tries telling her, I I don't even know how I got to the mall. I tried to leave, but then I saw this shirt and these boots. DJ interrupts saying, Gibbler, you're a mall-aholic. Kimmy apologizes for spending the money and for letting DJ down. She tells her that she's just not ready for this responsibility yet which is a rare moment of self-awareness for Kimmy, you know, just like she's dicked over a DJ before in the birthday episode. I kind of was like, damn, Kimmy, like, just, yeah, like after the last episode with the prize party and now this, I was like, Kimmy, 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 what what are we doing? But um, 
Yeah, you just, you were very self-aware though. You're like, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready to give up my shopping. Yeah. And looking fabulous for a horse. It doesn't make what she did right, but at least she's self-aware that she's being True. a bad friend. True. I mean, to, to be honest, Kimmy's the smarter one in the situation. She's like, <laughs> I, this is not, we sh- I don't, I, we don't need a horse. We, you really don't need a horse. No. Need a horse. She's no. just going along with this just for the outfits, right. obviously. Um but she apologizes to, to DJ and says goodbye to Rocket and walks on out. Oh, Kimmy. Uh, so Jeb walks in, seeing DJ looking very upset. She breaks the news that she only has $50. And Jeb says if she can't afford to take care of the horse, he has to find someone else who can. Panicked. And this is what happens when you make a deal with an 11-year-old, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, this is <laughs> With what, no paperwork or, and no there's parents. There's no contract. Involved. Yeah, there's no right. par- parental permission. Yeah, you got screwed, Jeb. You got screwed. He got screwed. So DJ checks her backpack to see if she has anything of value to give him, but all she has to offer is a hairbrush, a math book that's never been used, and a George Michael CD that she claims is even better than cash. Truly. So so Jeb examines the CD, saying that either that boy's wearing an earring or that gal's got some serious stubble. Do we? Do we think Jeb's been hitting the moonshine, you know, in the back of the stables? Like, I just feel like between the accent and he kind of stumbles a little bit here and there. He's definitely hitting the moonshine. For sure. Why? I mean, (laughs) we work at a stable. Why wouldn't you just be drunk all the time? You know? (laughs) And he said yes to this 11-year-old. He's he's made a deal with an 11-year-old. Like, he gave a horse to a kid and was like, sure, you can have it. Right. With no nothing, yeah, he's decidedly drunk. He's all the definitely time. drunk. In definitely drunk. All yeah, of yeah. these scenes, yes. Right. Okay. Right. That 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 actually explains a lot about this episode. So, uh, so Jeb apologizes, saying he needs cash. He tells DJ that he has to go tell the boss that they need to find a new owner for Rocket. Mm. DJ pleads, uh, "Can I just take him on one last ride?" The man says, "Yes," and he leaves. Uh, he says there's uh, he, he, what does he say that you there's no harm in that which I wrote down when anyone someone says there's no harm in that in a sitcom there will indeed be harm there will be that means harm, harm is imminent there will be a lot of harm <laughs> and it's not going to end well right but yeah he was like oh there's no harm in that I was like oh we're screwed that's it <laughs> everything's going bad he's just cursed the the next 13 minutes of this episode yeah. yep yes. yep and he leaves with her 50 bucks, too. Did he give the 50 bucks back? I think he just walked off with it. I mean... Like, did he steal the money? You gotta pay for the hay. He didn't steal it. Oh, that's that true. That was $50 of hay and boarding and all of that. Okay, so she, she still owes... Yeah, okay, that makes she, sense. She owes $50. For, it's He's like, back, like a back you payment. You owe me $50, but I'm not gonna have you owe me $100. I'm at least getting 50 <laughs> All right, well. I mean, Jeb might be drunk, but he's at least <laughs> got that going for him, you know? He's not going to let go of that cash. He 50 bucks to go buy more moonshine. He can't, can't be making this in the bathtub, you know, without any money. It's like, I got to go get my it. distilling supplies. Yeah. This explains, I'm so glad you're here. So much. This explains yeah. so much. Yeah, it really does. Oh, goodness. Okay, so uh, DJ assures Rocket that she's going to think of something to remedy the situation. No one is ever going to take him away from her. Ooh, Mm. that's a bad place to go to a commercial break. It is, yes. This is a a very (laughs) tense commercial break. Uh Uh-oh. Nickelodeon was kid everything. But that marked one of the darkest chapters. Three predators worked at Nickelodeon all in a short amount of time. You get comfortable with people until you're not. It made me wonder who was being hurt. 
Have you ever told your story publicly before? Quiet on set, an ID true crime event, Sunday at 9 on ID and stream on Max. We're only a month into 2024, and I feel like I already need another break. Let's not pretend like the holidays were an actual break here. Buying gifts, making food, kids home from school. Technically, that's more work. Yeah, yeah, I need to get away. Pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free, and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we, like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we, like, take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go Let's go to Joshua Tree, <gasps> where there's not even cell, there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We, let's, go on a, let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make, we'll make it like it's 1988, no yes. phones, no nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and... <laughs> Bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair, Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. Well, we better get in line now because the Hyundai Santa Fe will become available early 2024. So, if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and. Maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. But we come back to the kitchen where Stephanie and her friend, Harry Takayama, race into the kitchen. What an entrance. Uh, Stephanie wins the race and Harry says, I let you win. And Stephanie corrects him. I let you let me win. He nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he nods and he tells her, got it, chief. I love it. He knows his love role. It. He knows. He knows his role. He knows and who's in I charge. forget that he called me chief <laughs> in this, which is hilarious. Zoe calls Mescal chief. She What's does? up, chief? Yeah, she calls him chief. Um, but I forgot that uh, that Harry called me chief. And I was like, that's right. We had the funniest little dynamic. Like, oh. Steph was like, you just, and he was like, all right, chief, guy, whatever you want. He's I'm such a yes great. man. He's so great. He really he's is. so it's in great. love with Stephanie. It's, I mean, at least I'm, te- that's the, the story I've created in my head is that he's so in it love is, with you. It is, for sure. Well, they eventually get married. That's true. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah. That all tracks. There's love there. Uh, so, Stephanie offers Harry something to eat, to which he responds, I'll have steak, medium rare. <laughs> okay, slow down, buddy. Slow down. <laughs> not going to steak. He's got quite the refined palate for a six-year-old. Yeah. 
Let's Day first class airfare? <laughs> Stephanie responds <laughs> that they're out of steak. They're fresh out of steak. But she can make him her specialty. We're out of steak. We've got steak and we've got... No, sorry. Bob's favorite joke. Oh, yeah, we can't. I don't we've think we can say that. We've got cake. Um, but Stephanie's going to make him her specialty cheese donuts. <laughs> Harry asks... My fave. Harry's like, how do you make that? And she shows him by folding the slice of cheese in half and taking a bite out of the middle and then revealing a cheese slice with a hole cut out of it. This is brilliant, actually. This is cheese donut. <laughs> do you remember anything about this scene? Do you remember meeting Nathan? I remember... Do you- well, he had been... Was this the first um, this is the f- episode he's in? Yes, okay. this is his I'm premiere like, no, episode. he's been in another one, but... That's the episode you watched last week. because I watched the, uh, the wrong yeah. one. Um... Yeah, the, I remember, I was just like so happy to have somebody that was like kind of my age yeah. around and it was fun. Aww, it was very fun. Yes. But Steph is wearing three different outfits. Oh, this is a great, I, I wrote, uh, yeah, I said you're wearing this uh, Like adorable, the top half of me, outfit. the middle part and the bottom are all doing very different things. Yes. I like the um, bottom, my, like the shiny blue the sh- tights. Or oh, with the we, those shiny socks? blue tights come back, you know, oh. and they're, oh, yes. they live in gift land all over the world. <laughs> me and those shiny blue tights looking like a Muppet dancing around. Um, but yeah, I had, there was a lot of ruffles happening. I, wardrobe just was like, we're going to have fun this week. I felt Roberta and Gina all over the place in this yes. one. They just finally got like permission to have fun. There was some shades of Kimmy Gibbler in this outfit. You had like two different colors. I was thinking that in too. your hair. Well, the 80s, remember, scrunch socks, you would wear two different kinds, That's two different true. colors. Yeah. Color blocking, multicolored, neon. It's all very big. It was, and I'm just looking at my hair, though, and my sad, sad, permed little hair that is just fried and, like, falling away. Oh, I like I liked the, I mean, I know it's not good for your hair, but I like the permed style brushed out. It looks very soft and long it, and flowy. It looks... It looks like a it looks like a uh, a poodle that just got a bath and you brushed it out before like properly letting it air dry and it's just puffy. It gets That's bigger it and like bigger as it, the yeah, day yeah, goes yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you pulled it off. You 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 were so cute. You definitely pulled well, thank it off. You. Um, okay, so they are, they're eating the cheese donuts and Jesse walks in greeting the Rugrats and he asks Stephanie to check if DJ's home so she can help him unpack the groceries. Jesse sees the cheese donut lying on the counter and happily eats it. <laughs> and knows what it is. So he does, yeah. Obviously cheese donuts are a thing in the house. That is the, the, Stephanie's specialty. So Steph and Harry walk into the living room and both get wide-eyed, yelling, whoa. The camera angles on DJ with Rocket in the middle of the living room. <laughs> Steph exclaims, Buttercup, because she can see, you know, she has a front right. row seat to his tail, which is right yeah. in front of her. She's very excited to see the tail. And Harry is shocked that they have a horse in their living room because he's not even allowed to eat in his <laughs> living room. <laughs> Steph excitedly asks, are Rocket and Buttercup going to live with us? <laughs> I like that you have named them. They're different entities, the tail. Well, they are, right? I have the tail horse. and Rocket is the rest of the horse, but Buttercup could come or go, you know? Could, yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that the first one, but the second and third time I was like, oh yeah, she's definitely, yeah, yeah. these are two separate pets to her. Yes, yes. But DJ's like, no. She explains that she came into the house to get Rocket a carrot, and he followed her in. How'd the horse get up the stairs? I, I was going to ask this thing. Are, are they suggesting that DJ just low-key rode this horse through the hills That's of San Francisco? I, wrote down, I was like, she walked this horse 
all the way through San Francisco. Yeah. Because it's the Golden Gate Stables. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Which I don't also, I don't think there are stables. There's, I, I don't think I've proper. ever seen a stable in San Francisco. No, no. And, and if they are down by the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> and like the shot in the, in the title where you pull out and you see just how this child was. Yeah. Riding a horse through the streets of San Francisco for miles. Oh, yeah, for up like hills, 15 down miles. Hills. Yep. And then right and up the front stoop. Went up the front stoop and into the house. Yeah. On its own, the horse was like, hey, I'm going to come check it out. Yeah. I've never seen a horse climb upstairs on their own. This is a very agile horse. Like, I'm telling you, Rocket has skills. Yeah, I have lots of questions about how the horse got here, how DJ got here, why no one reported a child with a horse. I, you know. Yeah, this. Yeah, who at 11, an 11 year old with a horse through the San, the streets of San Francisco? I mean, you know, big cities, wild things happen. In the you 80s, they didn't care. Just come in when the street light comes on. Otherwise, nobody cares Even where then, the kids you know, are, you know? Right. Yeah. Where are your kids now? Right, the, the, the commercial I was referencing. <laughs> yeah. Where are your kids right now? Where it's 10 kids p.m. Oh, they're out walking a horse around San Francisco. <laughs> yep. So DJ assures Steph that once dad sees Rocket, I know he'll fall in love with him. Yeah. But he won't no. love him in the house. Definitely not. Oh, no. They need to get him out to the backyard. So Stephanie tells DJ that Uncle Jesse is right in the kitchen. DJ sighs and says, oh, we're dead. Stephanie responds, don't get me in trouble. Hide the tail. <laughs> All, Steph is just out for herself and her she's own just, safety. She's like, I'm keeping this horse tail. Yep. DJ makes a plan. She tells Stephanie, you get Uncle Jesse upstairs and don't say a word about the horse. And Steph asks, who would believe me? Which is Very such a true. funny delivery of that yeah. line. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> really? We're in the living room? Sure. This only happens in sitcom land anyways. <laughs> so uh, We cut to the kitchen. Steph is uh, asking Jesse, well, hey, since daddy's not home, want to go upstairs and jump on his bed? Before he can answer, Jesse hears the horse neigh. He asks Stephanie what that noise was, and she quickly responds. I'm blocking the door. Yeah. <laughs> DJ's watching Mr. Ed and blocking the door with her entire, the, the entire <laughs> wingspan of yes. her arms. <laughs> um, but the horse again makes a neigh sound, and Jesse gets very wide-eyed. He picks. This was such a funny little exchange between <laughs> Steph and Jesse. <laughs> he picks Steph up and moves her out of the way, and Steph's arms are still outstretched. <laughs> I she can't was trying. put my arms She's really down. trying to hold. Yeah. What do I do with my hands? So uh, they go into the living room and Jesse is shocked when he sees Rocket. He stumbles over his words as he's trying to figure out what is going on. DJ swears that she can explain. And Jesse tries guessing her excuse. Well, you were just walking past the supermarket and some kid had a litter of these in a cardboard box. <laughs> he calls Joey for backup. Joey stumbles on his words the same way Jesse did and says that Danny's going to blame him for this whole thing because it's very funny. And he laughs once again. DJ begs her uncles to help her get Rocket outside. She sends Steph to keep a lookout for their dad. And Jesse admits Danny is going to flip his gourd. We got to get this horse out of here. He comes up with an idea. We'll feed him. Joey says that horses eat hay. And Jesse tells him, well, we don't have any hay. And Joey scolds him. Jess, you went to the market and you didn't pick up any hay? Hey, what were you thinking? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Steph runs back in announcing, Daddy's coming home. Uh-oh. Joey has a plan and he tells Joey, just follow my lead and agree with everything I say. 
They meet Danny at the door and prevent him from coming inside. Joey tells him they have a big surprise for him. They say it's in the kitchen, so close your eyes. Danny walks in, eyes closed, and takes a big whiff of the air. He tells them, I know what the surprise is. Joey, you're making that chili again. As they try to rush <laughs> Which in. Which is not a great endorsement for Joey's chili. It's not, no. It's a, it's a very accurate description like a horse. Of, of, That's not of Dave's, sound you appealing. know, Dave's uh, right. orifices. But yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> this moment, though, when they drag Bob through and he's got his eyes closed and then he turns around and he's like, they're still dragging him through. Oh, yeah. That was one of the ones it like made me laugh. Like Bob's face was so hilarious in that. It was great. Bob's face is so expressive. His eyes yes. could not possibly have gotten like, any like, it wider. It was just such a great Bob face. <laughs> it was really funny. But they keep dragging him into the kitchen and Danny runs right back in, you know, timing the door right. with the swinging of the kitchen yep. door. Um, and Danny is shocked. He slowly emphasizes there's a horse in my living room. He gets close to the horse and asks, what are you doing here? And Steph pretends to talk as the horse, saying, hello, daddy. <laughs> hey, I give you an A for effort here, you know? It's, you know, it was I was pretty five. good. I was doing my best. You, you did your best. Not as good as Joey's impression, but very close. Oh, and Joey tells her, yeah, that was a good impression, but he notes a little more Johnny Cash, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ says she can't tell a lie. She confesses, this is my horse and I've had him for two weeks. Danny asks, you can't tell a lie? There's a horse in my living room. There has to be a lie involved here somewhere. The, like, I love, this moment was so, like, it really felt like a, I mean, obviously you might freak out a little more if there was a horse in your living room, but like, Danny's frustrated, and she's like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, it was such a kid response where you're like, what do you, what do you mean you're not gonna lie? There's, you have already lied. It's There's a little late so many for that, lies DJ. that have led to this. Like, <laughs> right. And they're like, well, I'm not going to lie now. And you're like, that doesn't matter. You've been lying for two weeks, girlfriend. Been lying like, for two weeks. Yeah, up. it was just, it was like <laughs> such a great parental moment of like, what do you mean you're not going to lie? There's, you, it's too late. Danny sends DJ to her room so they can have a talk. He hands the reins over to Jesse and Joey and asks them to get the horse outside. Jesse asks if Joey knows how to get a horse to move. And Joey says, yeah, there's a coin slot you just drop a quarter into. <laughs> He's so serious when he says these things, too. Like yeah, Joey really crazy. believes like, yeah, that. You just you know? put a quarter in the, in the slot. <laughs> Jesse decides that he'll ride him out. And he hops on the horse effortlessly. I wrote down, I was like, John what? adeptly swung himself on that horse. <laughs> bareback? Just yeah. right in suit pants? Yeah. I mean... This was impressive because we all know how unathletic John is. It was it was quite impressive. Yeah, he didn't even need like a hand getting up there or anything. Like, no, just, it didn't. Yeah, just got right on there. No, I mean bareback. No, you know, no saddle horn to hold on to. Yeah, nothing, just right up. There. Which I in that moment I was like, oh, he and Becky might be a good match. Oh, because she likes she horses. can ride horses. She rides horses. <laughs> Not. Oh God, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> no. What? Are you, Jesus. A B. I meant that came out wrong. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I meant because she likes horses and she was on a thing in the farm in Nebraska. It took and, me a second. He could, not because he can easily leap onto things. That's not what I meant. Sorry. I guys. just, Sorry, I had guys. a brain fart. It took me a minute to catch up with your brain. Well, I was going I places and I didn't want to go. Surprisingly, my brain didn't go there first. But uh, yeah. I was waiting. I've been waiting. I was waiting for that. Yeah. But that's okay. We're, let's just move on. Let's move on very quickly. Um, so they, the guys lead, leave. They, they take the horse out. 
And Stephanie yells after them, hi, yo, buttercup. <laughs> Still. Bite of the tail. Bite of the tail. So now we are up in DJ's room. And DJ is explaining to Danny that she just wanted to prove that she could take care of Rocket all by herself. So Danny would let her keep him. Danny asks DJ why she didn't just come to him in the first place. She admits, well, I started to, but then I saw you were going to say no, so I stopped. He acknowledges that she went right ahead and did what she wanted to anyways. Mm. Danny or DJ apologizes, but Danny says he's sorry too. Danny starts listing off why he's upset with her, and he asks, for the past two weeks, it's been nothing but lies, hasn't it? Oh, this was such a, again, such a great moment, because like, it was, I'm like, I have... You've been there. I have said that to my kids. Uh I have been the kid that was just lying to the parents, you know, and it was such a real moment. Like, for two weeks, it's just been nothing but lies. Yeah. And it was, like I said, I fell in love with this episode because it just, like, this scene really showed such a great connection between Danny and DJ. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, it was, aside from the, you know, there's a horse in the living room sort of Dis, you know, suspension Silliness. of disbelief of it all. Yeah, it was yeah. actually it, the the reactions felt like a very real episode. I loved it. It did, and Bob is is selling this this anger. Yeah. and he feels he feels like he's been deceived, and he's very. And he much was selling he it. was angry, but like you never felt like he like it wasn't. Bob was always so great at like that type of parental anger where it was like disappointment and frustration and anger, but never you never felt like Danny was being too hard or like mean or, you know, it was, yeah. he had this real heart to him. I loved it. Yeah. He struck a great balance of, yeah. of being parental. Yeah, he's not out yeah. of con- yelling cause he's out of control, but he's, he's right. genuinely hurt that right. DJ. I mean, I would have probably him. yelled a little bit more if there was a horse in my life. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> me too. I, yeah. <laughs> so Danny questions, how will I ever know when you're telling me the truth? Ugh. And we cue some very serious violins that are, are happening now. Yep. DJ starts to cry. All mm-hmm. she wants is for her dad to trust her again. And Candace nails this. Like she yeah, nails she this such whole, a great job. There's real tears. Mm-hmm. It's it's very moving. A very yeah. moving scene. Um, yeah. And she's always been so good at producing tears on command. It's hard to cry on command, especially as a kid. Yeah. No. She, yeah. She's very good at, at being able to like switch right into that. Very well performed. So Danny reassures DJ, saying, "Even if you do something I don't like." I'm always going to love you. We'll find a way to work this out. Hmm. It's a very good message. It's a very quick resolution to a horse. Yeah, true. Uh, He gives her a big hug and hands her a tissue so she can wipe her tears away. DJ asks, you're still going to punish me, aren't you? And he admits, oh yeah, big time. DJ asks, what's going to happen with Rocket? And Danny asks her, well, what would you do if you were me? She immediately responds, what? (laughs) Sorry, I'm horrible. What did you say? A terrible joke. I said glue factory. Glue factory. Oh, you don't. Never mind. <laughs> Do we need to take a sidebar? No, no it's okay. The, 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 there is a the horses and yeah. What? Anyway, never mind. Okay, it's a terrible thing. Tell Edit that out, Michael. Show. No, don't. We don't need to. Yeah, I'll tell you after the show why. Yeah, sending a horse to the glue factory is not great. Yeah, it's I, I, it's not tracking. Okay, so I'll just move on. I'll keep moving on. Uh, DJ immediately responds, I would definitely let me keep him. And Danny is sorry, but he tells DJ she needs to give up the horse. So back at the horse stables, DJ is saying goodbye to Rocket. She apologizes. Who rode the horse back there? Oh. Jesse? 
You ride all the way back through San Francisco? Yeah. Did well, no one notice the horse was missing for hours? <laughs> well, Jeb is drunk in the back, in the bathtub. That's true. Jeb's so. passed out on the moonshine. <laughs> right. And so they came back, put the rocket, put rocket in his sable, had no, none the wiser. Yeah, none the wiser. This, this all tracks. Uh, so DJ apologizes to Rocket. She tells him, when I first wanted to get you, I just thought it would be fun to have a horse. Now that I know you and how sweet you are, you're my friend. She tells Rocket she's going to miss him so much. Right then, Jeb enters asking DJ if she wants to meet Rocket's new owner. He staggers in. He, st- right, he stumbles. He stumbles in, <laughs> slurring. Uh, but DJ's not ready. She admits that she's not ready to meet Rocket's new owner. But right then, Becky walks in saying, Yay, we've Becky. already met. Yay, Becky to the rescue. DJ is shocked that Becky is going to be Rocket's new owner. Becky tells DJ she heard what was going on from Danny, and growing up on a farm, she misses being around animals. DJ tells her she's lucky. She's getting a great horse. She walks over to Rocket, telling him, and you're getting a nice owner. Becky asks DJ if she wants to help take care of Rocket and even ride him once in a while. DJ says she'll have to ask her dad first, so she's learned. She's definitely learned. Right. Danny walks in and says that they can definitely work something out. She thanks his dad, telling him he's the best. And he agrees. You're right. I am. (laughs) Did DJ get off? Wait, did she even get a punishment? Like, I feel like the punishment was that she had to give up the horse. And now she had to give up the horse. And we're the the implication is that she's probably like grounded or something at home. So no TV. This is her saying goodbye to the horse. And yeah, I'm sure she I was gonna say she lost her phone. And then I was like, (laughs) there were no phones. That wasn't even a thing. God, so easy. She uh, lost yeah, her no, walk, no TV. Man. No, right, yeah. No records. No, re- no <laughs> records for a week. No ACQ records for a week. <laughs> okay, so we're just going to assume she's still, she's still going to have a punishment right. at home, but she now right. gets to stay in Rocket's life, which is lovely. Danny shows Michelle the horsey, and she gently pets him. When Danny asks her, what does the horsey say? She blows a raspberry in response. <laughs> and Danny says, this is a gifted child. He's so proud <laughs> DJ tells Rocket she loves him, and the episode ends with footage from the from the same montage slow that we saw motion earlier. footage yeah. of the horse. Like it was beautiful. Oh yeah, that was great. Now I don't know if you remember this what? or if you were here when it happened, but when we were shooting this episode, the horse was down in the stables mm-hmm. on set and escaped. <laughs> And came running through the camera aisle. No, do you remember? Yeah, running through the camera aisle down towards like um, Steph and DJ's room. Okay, and they had like the horse wrangler had to. Gra- it was oh, a, like no. a thing, but I remember the horse got loose and was like, "Get me the hell out of here!" <laughs> and it was like running. The horse was like, "I'm done with this. I'm done with these cameras and these lights." The horse. I don't know what Marilyn was doing. If she assisted, <laughs> like she made a you know Marilyn the goat was like unlocking the gate. I don't know. Marilyn but, was busy yeah, being was, milked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, she was like, I want out of here too. But uh, oh, yeah, wow. I remember that was my story about the horse was, do you remember that it got loose no, and came wow. charging down the camera aisle and like we had to wrangle a loose horse on stage? Dang. I bet the horse yeah. trainer was like, oh no, I had one job. I had and one I- job. And I, yeah, and the horse went flying down the thing. I was trying to remember. No. Um, well, because the horse was in the stable, I didn't No, I never saw a horse out of the stable. But do you yeah. remember the the animal trainers having those big buckets to catch the poop? Like if the horse was well, yeah, in if, the it's set. Like when a horse is in a parade, 
they hang a there's a like a thing that you can actually hang on the back of a horse that catches it so that it oh. doesn't leave things all over like parade routes and stuff. Oh. Um, but That's I will handy. say, Danny is very lucky that the horse did not poop in the living room. Right, that would be. That would be a major cleanup. That, that I feel like horses are very regular too. Anytime they they start moving or they get scared, well, and they're usually yeah, exactly. Poop. I was gonna say they're yeah, they're yeah when they're scared. I mean, maybe coming up the stairs is when he did yeah, his thing. he yeah. left some logs on the left some on, on the, the stoop. right okay. on the stoop. That's what Danny was like. What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> um, I but smell anyway, Joey's yeah, the chili. horse. I smell Joey's chili. Yeah, the horse got loose. Oh, wow. That's um, crazy. So yeah. crazy. That must have been fun for the kids. You know, like, oh, there's a horse in the camera aisle. Well, <laughs> yes, but also like a horse galloping towards you uncontrolled. That's true. Is also, uh, you know, you're Liability. a little like, oh. <laughs> yes. You know, it's not, yeah. And especially in a closed environment. Like, it's not like you're outside where it can kind of run. You're like, I don't know where it's going to go. And what's it going to break? What's it going <laughs> to run into? And what's it going to, right. And is it freaked out? And yeah. I'm sure the stage manager was uh, not too happy about yes. that. Yes. Speaking, speaking of, of everywhere, which, speaking of stage managers, what is your everywhere you look moment for well, this episode? As we mentioned at the top of the episode, mm -hmm. the, okay, so when Danny and Becky are getting ready to go live on Wake Up San Francisco. Yep. Right there's, when, like the opening of the scene. Yeah. There's a man pinning like a lav mic to Danny, uh -huh. and that is our stage manager in real yes. life, Keith Richmond. Keith yes. Richmond, yep. <laughs> and he, they wearing kind of like all like white khaki, like maybe khaki pants or something like that. But yeah, Keith makes a couple appearances in that first scene. Yeah, it was um, and so he was thrilled. our actual stage manager. Um, that was so and I great. The makeup person that comes in, I couldn't remember if that was actually one of our makeup artists or if it was an extra that they had I'm not sure yeah I didn't recognize um, her as one of our makeup artists but she very yeah, well could have been they were you know they love right. to to use people that were nearby hey you know, right. step in um <laughs> but yeah that was I I do I got to see Keith Richmond uh Aww. Keith and his daughters uh made appearances in uh the full house episodes his daughters would often play my classmates in different oh they things. were your age okay oh that's so yeah they cool. were my yeah Allison was my age and I think he had a younger daughter too who was more like Ashley Mary Kate's age. Oh, um, so cool. So yeah. cool seeing these familiar faces from our childhood. I have an everywhere you look moment. Ooh, tell me. But it's in the it's in the opening titles. Oh, okay. And remember last week, I think you and I were discussing the uh the abundance of Scotty Dog sweaters. Oh yeah. You you wore and a you different like, one every Wait, week. isn't that and you were like, isn't that the same sweater? Um, that you're wearing in the opening titles. Oh. But if you look at the opening titles, the front of the sweater doesn't have Scotty Dogs on it because I'm wearing it backwards. You see <gasps> for a brief moment in the title shot, the Scotty Dogs on the back of the sweater. Oh. And they reversed it, most likely because the Scotties would be so noticeable if you ever wore the sweater in an episode. Okay. That they switched it around and... For a title shot, you want it to just be about the person's face True. and their name. Okay. So the Scotties would have been distracting, so they just had me put the sweater on backwards. Oh, how funny! But I didn't. I <laughs> didn't realize it. I was like, "Oh, it does look similar." And then I like see myself putting on the backpack, and there's like Scotty dogs on the back. Oh, how oh my god! Funny. That's they just so great. Flipped it around. So yeah, just flip it around, Jody, and then go stand by the just front flip, door. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Well, this was a fabulous episode. I really, really, really loved uh, this episode of of Full House, and uh, I'm excited for next week's episode, mm -hmm. which is finally, finally, <laughs> finally the one that I watched <laughs> three episodes ago, uh, which is Jingle Hell, 
which aired November 11th, 1988. So uh-huh. we're very excited to get to that one next week. Yes. Um, and that should be a lot of fun. You're well prepared I've, for I've that been episode. waiting to reveal, you know, everything I, I wrote down about this episode. Um, but we're so glad you guys joined us again for another really fun episode of How Rude Tanneritos. Uh, make sure that you are liking and subscribing to the podcast wherever you're listening so that you can make sure and get all the new episodes right when they come out. If you want to follow us on social media, you can check us out on Instagram at How Rude Podcast. You can also send us emails at howrudepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your comments, your questions, anything you want to know about the show, anything for our mini-sodes when you've got questions about things that happened. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, it, it's so much fun to hear from you, Fanaritos. So remember, everybody, We will see you next week. And in the meantime, the world is small, but the house is full. Woohoo! Because there's a horse in the living room. Well done. The house is very full. I'll give you some thumbs up. Oh, yeah, there we go. Fireworks for you. Fireworks. Oh, yes. Well deserved. (laughs) Well deserved, finally. And we're done. And we're out. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every McSteen. Every Grace Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday.